Hi, Unibankers! Welcome back to another episode of the Global Markets Huddle. Hey, Clive! How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Hi, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> excited for our special guest today. Yes, of course. We have a special guest. We started a great episode this anniversary month. And we're going to be ending, of course, uh, another great episode with another great guest as well. So excited na, Ojan. So, pakila. Sino ba to? Ayan, di ba? Ayan, so meron na tayong uh, special guest reveal. So no, uh, we are gonna be joined. Live, ready ka na? Sino to? Ayan, ready na ako. Siyempre, we're gonna be joined by the Chief Credit Officer of the Bank, Mr. Jovi Alonso. Hi to you, Sir Jovi. How are you today? Hi, Jovi. Good, good. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Clive. Good afternoon. Yeah. So, thank you very much for spending your time with us. Um, alam ko, you're very busy. And uh, you know what, Jovi, let's jump right into it. Maraming nagtatanong kasi, of course, uh, we want to make everyone known and uh, more, uh, you know, we can appreciate everybody else's responsibility. Um, I know you're from the credit uh, team of the bank. Can you tell us uh, what yeah. your team does for, for our clients, of course, and for the bank as a whole? Well, uh, I had the chief credit group, and uh, we're actually in charge of overall uh, credit risk of the bank. Uh, um, we look at all the credit proposals from the different uh, areas of the bank, not only corporate. Uh, we look at retail, we look at uh, cards, uh, and uh, we review and evaluate the credit, the credit programs that we have. Uh, for credit cards, uh, for retail, auto, housing loans, so that uh, we can have uh, uh, well uh, faster credit approval mm. process and at the same time uh, maintain a very good uh, credit portfolio in terms of uh, NPL ratios. Mm -hmm. So it's both uh, doing an offensive move and a defensive move at the same mm -hmm. time. So. That's it. It's a small team. Uh, we have about 11 people in the group, mm -hmm. uh, mostly older uh, members of uh, the bank. <laughs> okay. So I guess uh, this is where I think experience counts the most. So we've seen a lot more things than uh, the other guys in the bank. That's why we're here. And we try to be as objective as possible, not only avoiding credit risk, but uh, managing credit risks and enabling our officers to be able to grow their businesses while keeping an eye at the, the credit risks involved in all these transactions that we have. There you go. So let me use the term more, uh, Clive and Jovi, seasoned na lang. Kasi bata pa tayo lahat dito, yeah. di ba? It's our, uh, it, age is only a number. Pero, pero Jovi, before I turn you over to Clive, for our unibankers to understand more, when you say credit, tama na, Jovi, ito yung pautang. So that means you look at the perspective kung sino ba dapat ang pautang and how easy and all the other yes. profile that goes with it. Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, we look at uh, many things, of course. Uh, Foremost is character. We can look at collateral, we can look at uh, cash, capital, but uh, the most important thing is, of course, character. Uh, people can have the best collateral in the world, but uh, if they don't have the character in terms of uh, wanting to repay their borrowings, then they're not worth dealing with. Yeah, so thank you very much for giving us more context. All right, Clive, go ahead. Okay, actually, Jovi, my question's related to, a little bit related to how long you've been with PTI. Um, I'm sure you've seen over the decades 
how the bank has transformed, you know, and you know, uh, across different leaders. So please share with us how has the credit organizational structure and process changed over time? I mean, over different presidencies. Have we evolved so much? I mean, is our risk-taking different 15 years ago from today? Um, yeah, just give us a little bit of a flavor. How have we grown as a credit organization? I think, Clive, BPI has always been known for having a strong credit culture. And uh, I believe that has not changed in the whole time I was with the bank. Uh, and uh, the only thing that probably changed would be the point of, from the point of view of both the approvers and uh, the, um, the other officers uh, that present in the that present their credit proposal is that uh, in the past it was credit had more of a gatekeeper function. So uh, it's, it was either a yes or a no, and uh, very yeah. little explanation involved. But uh, okay. through the years, we've become more, uh, it's become more of an enabling function that uh, we take. Mm -hmm. So there are proposals that are brought forward to us. And uh, we, when we have some doubts, we try to discuss with the, uh, the proponents and see how we can make these proposals bankable instead of uh, mm -hmm. doing uh, an outright no. So mm -hmm. we try to work things out, and uh, this involves a lot of collaboration and discussion with the different parties involved. So I guess that's the biggest change mm -hmm. compared to how it was when I was newer in the bank. Uh, mm -hmm. Over the years, over the different precedents that we had, I guess uh, the credit culture has remained the same. Of course, the ultimate credit taskmaster, Mr. Javier Loinas, was there. Then uh, Mr. Montinola also delegated uh, a lot of the credit functions to Mr. Buenaventura uh, during his time as president. Mr. Consing also, uh, he, he had a strong credit uh, viewpoint. And uh, although he would tell us that uh, it's not his strongest suit, but uh, when it comes to evaluating credits, uh, there are many insights that uh, we see coming from him and uh, very valuable insights at that. So it's very helpful also. Throughout all of these, actually, it's been each time a learning experience for me. Or for me. Uh, I would sit down at Trecom before on the opposite side of the approvers. And uh, even if I don't yeah. have proposals, I would try to be there just to imbibe Mm. learn from the masters and uh, <laughs> I've been lucky to, and until now with TG it's the same uh, we discuss different viewpoints we discuss uh, uh, credit from my point of view and also incorporate the business side of things so to achieve a, of course uh, a common goal that we have to grow the bank's portfolio and to protect the bank's uh, credit culture mm. 
Alright. Well, uh, thank, thank That's you very much. That's great to hear. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Diba? It's really nice. Diba? Life parang nag-evolve also, you know, yeah. to, to the need of the clients oh, as well. Parang business enabling. That's a, that's, a, that's a term that I love to hear. Especially from, you know, different units of the back. Business enabling. <laughs> agree, agree. That's right. Now, maybe, Jovi, my question is, um, on a credit perspective, kasi tama, sir, diba? If you think about it, uh, when you say BPI is a very good credit standing, it means parang it comes with it, of course, prudent and uh, due diligence but with the pandemic happening uh, Jovi di ba parang it's it's a curveball no one expected it were there challenges that your team the credit group um, went through especially with the pandemic and how you've uh, you know like surpassed those challenges and adapted to the changing times of course there were many challenges during the pandemic and uh, we were not immune from experiencing um difficulties also on the part of our clients when uh, when it comes to repaying their loans, especially when no revenues are coming in because of the lockdowns. But uh, despite that, uh, I, I, I would say we had a strong book coming into the crisis. So we were well protected. Uh, and uh, relative to the other banks, uh, I think our NPL ratios uh, would show that uh, we had indeed a better position compared to the other banks. And uh, we were fortunate that uh, we were able to head off some of these potential problems early on, restructure when we had to, and uh, help out our clients in general uh, to be able to weather this uh, crisis. Uh, in, the, in the credit team, we are always thinking of uh, what the possible risks would be, you know, whether it is during good times or bad times. So it's always a crisis mentality. What would happen if uh, something untoward uh, occurs? So how are we prepared for that? How do we mitigate that? So that's how we always approach uh, whatever comes our way. So it's something that uh, I think it's already ingrained in the culture and uh, that in the long run protects us also because uh, bad times, bad credits are usually born during good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's right. I uh, agree. <laughs> that's true. All right, mm. go ahead. Go ahead, Clive. Yeah, Jovi, I'm sure some of our listeners here, especially the fresh graduates who just joined the bank, would want to pursue a career in credit analysis. So given that you've been in this business for quite a good number of years, can you share with us what you think are the specific skill sets or attitudes that you think a credit officer of the bank should possess to have a successful career doing credit analysis? Well, I think uh, for one would be, uh, foremost would be willingness to learn new things. And uh, that is born out of uh, innate curiosity to learn about what your clients do, how they do things, how you can uh, introduce products of the bank specific to solving uh, issues that the clients are facing. So uh, in a nutshell, it's a willingness to learn would be probably the most important thing because it's not only, it doesn't only apply to the credit group anywhere in the bank. If uh, you're placed in the treasury, uh, you have to learn how things are done in treasury. If you're placed in operations, then you have to learn how operations work. So yep. uh, willingness to learn would be that. And of course, the natural interest in what the clients are doing. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, for you to grow the relationship with a client uh, as a credit officer or even as a relationship manager, you would have to have a meaningful conversation with them from different points yeah. of views. It's not only credit that they're looking at. They have to look at cash management. They have mm -hmm. to look at uh, how they deal with their particular clients as well and how the bank can be uh, helpful to them in in these areas. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, that's, it doesn't only apply to a career in credit. It applies to any area in the bank. So if you're willing to learn, if you have a natural curiosity to learn, to understand how things work, I think you're set. Mm -mm. Yep. Actually, th thank you for that, Jovi. So uh, hopefully there will be those who's listening to us right now who will be inspired uh, yeah. to, to pursue that particular uh, path yeah. in their career. Now, Jovi, let me go this path. Uh, recently, there was a customer delight rollout and some of our uh, uni bankers are actually going through the the rollout in the respective business units. But if you think about it, di ba, Jovi, parang iniisip ng mga tao, nako, teka, di ba, ang higpit niyan, parang magpapautang, parang kailangan, busisiin, di ba, really to, to look at you inside and out. And at the same time, there's a client on the other hand who really wanted to borrow. So how how do you balance it from your group that as much as you want to lend someone, but there are challenges na parang lumalabas, eh, teka muna, hindi pwede. So how... How do you meet that in between, Jovi? When when we lend money to a person or to a corporation, of course, there are risks involved. You know? That's why we charge interest to compensate for the risk. So depending on the risks that uh, we see, we try to mitigate those risks by way of, let's say, collateral or pricing or structure, depending on the situation. And so we try to make the best out of what the client has. But before all of that, of course, we have to believe in what the client is doing. Credit means to believe. Mm. So if we have no belief in what the client is doing, then there's no point in doing and going through the exercise of creating a credit proposal. We really have to believe. And if we believe strongly enough uh, and uh, we incorporate uh, the mitigants that we already identified into the proposal, then it should be smooth sailing for the credit committee to evaluate and approve. But if it's a haphazard job that uh, is done by the proponent, and you can you can see it and you can feel it in the proposal, it's not very well thought of, it's not very well written, it's written for the sake of submission, then. So what's the point in doing that, Diva? All right. Well, thank Sorry. you. Yep. So I, I guess, well, thank you very much, Jovi. Now we understand more that, uh, of, let me know if this is correct, that uh, your team credit is actually working for the clients as well. So it's more of a yes. give and take thing that we're gonna, all going to work together for what's best for our clients. Good. Now, Clyde, go ahead. Shoot. Last question from your answer. I, I just have one question. It's a bit more on the personal side because... Parang I'm getting the impression, sir, Jovi, parang to get for you to have to become the chief credit officer of the bank, which is a big responsibility. Um, you have to. Dapat you should have a lot of experience, and you should have uh, had the uh, the opportunity to see a lot of accounts. You know, uh, being presented, being approved, being you know rejected. How how do you get that gut feel? Parang ano? Paano mo nakuha gut feel na hey, this is uh, how long does it have to? How long do you have to train 
for you to get that gut feeling na, hey, this account is, no, I don't feel comfortable. Versus this account, sige, okay to for the bank, okay to for the client. Is this something that you can share with us? <laughs> oh, Clive, it's, it's a never-ending process. So I just happen to be older. So I just happen to have seen much more than most people in this bank. So uh, fortunately, those experiences stayed with me. Hmm. And from what I've seen, I've learned from. So those things stick. It doesn't have to be something that uh, can be measured by, let's say, uh, wisdom in deciding on certain credits. You don't learn it overnight. It's hmm. not something that you can find in a manual. Uh, yeah. As you said, gut feel is uh, part of it as yeah. well. Uh, our past presidents always told me that uh, if you have an inkling, well, uh, even a small, minute piece of doubt about the credit, better step away and walk away from it. Mm. So if, uh, if it's half-hearted on your part, better not do it. So things like that, not only from what I experience on a day-to-day -day basis, but from what my elders have also told me. And until now, I still uh, consult with our past presidents. Mm. So how they would look at uh, certain credits, how they view things, and how they would re how would they would structure certain deals based on the mm -hmm. facts that uh, we have on hand. So it's it's a never ending experience, and uh, it's only it's only up to you if uh, you really want to learn, because you can close yourself yourself to all of these ideas all of these uh, fresh knowledge that uh, mm. come your way but uh, you also have the choice to making yourself open to all of these and try to absorb as much like a little boy growing up mm -hmm. all right well uh, thank you very much jovi for uh giving us your insights and i i, I love the wisdom that comes with it the back life parang uh, super it uh <laughs> as jovi, such a pleasure talking to you jovi. yeah as, as jovi mentioned that the learning never ended even yourself, but Jovi, you're still learning even up to this point. So, yes, uh, it's never ending. If you stop learning, you're dead. <laughs> and we don't want that, <laughs> right? we don't want that. We're gonna, we want to keep rolling. And, and thank you to you and to your team for guiding us into uh, really looking yes. at yeah. the best things and, for our client. And also, one thing I want to add also, learning not only from our elders, but I also learn a lot from the people I interact with, mm. the ones that present the credits, the very young people that uh, I deal with day to day. Uh, I learn a lot from them. I pick up a lot of new things, new ideas. So it's not only them learning from me, I also learn a lot from them. So it's a give and take also. It's very important as well. There you go. And thank you once again for sharing your time for this learning episode. So I learned a lot and I'm yeah. sure Clive did as well. <laughs> And, and well, I, I, get, hope, I hope I didn't bore you. No, no, you didn't. No, this is a different, not. yeah, the, the <laughs> back life is a different, this is a different side of Jovi. Because yeah. every time we attend the, the committee meetings, you know, everyone's like, so tensed up. So, so once again, so thank you for uh, this uh, relaxed moment. And uh, of course, our uni bankers listening. But before we let you go, Jovi, do you have any messages to the uni bankers listening right now coming from your end? A little bit more wisdom to, to share to everyone, Jovi. Yeah. Well, um, what can I share? Well, right now the theme is to be nice. 
what I learned through the years is uh, it always pays to be nice. Mm. You can you can get your way by being angry, but uh, it's better to get your way by being nice. So I always tell people that uh, we have to be diplomatic about things. We, if we want to tell people how to go to hell, we should be able to tell them in such a way that they look forward to it. So, our theme for our most recent theme is to be nice. So let's try to be nice. And I guess we are trying our best to be nice also in our in the committees that we're in. So there you go. So that's nicely said, Diva, uh, Clive. So once again, Thank you very much, Jovi, yeah. for, for this time. I learned a lot, for sure. Our Unibankers did as well. So for uh, those who's listening in right now, hopefully you like this episode. Don't forget to answer the question so you can get your training credit running for you. So once again, thank you very much, dear Unibankers. Jovi, maraming maraming salamat. Please stay safe and healthy. Watch out for our next episode. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. <music>